Danny boy. You're not on the screen. There you are. Cancer free, evidently. Evidently. Yeah. Excellent. I, I, that's great to hear. I know you had a scare. We were talking about this last week on on Monday on Last Call, and you, you were talking about this with uh, Aldo on uh, Bear Their Souls. So let's hear about it, buddy. Everything okay? Uh, I still have a tumor-like cyst on the back of my neck, which has to be cut off. Again, it's under the skin. No one can even see it, but it's there. And uh, my sister died of a quote-unquote routine surgery, so that's intimidating to me. However... They said they don't think it's cancer, and I've been on antibiotics since Thursday, so now I don't feel like shit because uh, I had an infection uh, last week. Just to touch it almost felt like I was getting kicked in the balls, and I had a really bad fever. So when I was on the air with you last week and Aldo, I just felt horrible. And again, it's because that fucking place on my neck was infected. You couldn't tell, man. You were pulling through both shows, man. I appreciate that, uh, but I felt terrible. And um, well, you were also working too, so you were like pulling through for work, also. Yeah, I didn't miss any work, but yeah. I, I felt I felt a fucking horrendous. And uh, pardon me as I floss, but uh, yeah, I I think uh, you know it's not. I have to wait till January third for the surgery, but at least they said when she looked at it, she was like, "Nah, that's not cancer." She's like, "That's a cyst. We have to cut that out," but. Again, the antibiotics, uh, it's like if I had an infection, which obviously I did, the way to get it out of me, you guessed it, make me shit it out. I've been shitting like seven times. Every time I take one of these antibiotics, I then shit like Jeff Daniels on Dumb and Dumber for like four or five different rounds per pill. <laughs> like they give you uh, something for a colonoscopy? <laughs> well, I've never had a colonoscopy yet. And again, uh, Cliff, it's not on my back. It's in my neck and it's in my hairline. So no one can see it anyway. Plus it doesn't have a head or anything like that. It just looks like my skin and it just feels swollen because it is because the shit's underneath the skin. But no, uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff showed me a picture. He had a, Oh, I thought he was saying, don't show my back cyst. I was like, I don't have a back cyst. He, no. I see it's his. Okay. I get he actually it. had a, a cyst on his back and had it removed and showing the the, the pictures after surgery i'm like no i will not show that to dan you know it's just a typical surgery it's not a big deal but you don't need to see it yeah yeah uh no offense i wouldn't want anyone to um to have to see my uh, apparent surgery photo coming so yeah let's let's not yeah, that's yeah let's not, not do that no we don't need to do that to you what's up guys in chat mayhem cliff victoria heidi zimmerman we hope you're okay love heidi love heidi what a sweetheart meeting her in person and then flying back from illinois to a category five hurricane we hope that you are well heidi seriously beautiful uh, beautiful woman heidi on inside and out inside and out yes mark kazak mayhem cliff heidi thanks for joining us i bet there's no don bird tonight right i bet you there is no don bird tonight yeah yeah go ahead and shoot yourself don <laughs> James Hunter saying evening to the Dans. Thanks for joining us, James. Ralph Love. Dan, drink more water. Change your diet. <laughs> I drink much. I drink a lot of water. And Maybe. again, she says this could, the, uh, the dermatologist said this could happen to anyone. So, yeah. And it's like the size of a golf ball, right? You said? Yeah, that was my comparison. But I drink, prop when I come to work, I take like four or five bottles of water. Plus, I drink a lot of Gatorade, too. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. I don't really drink alcohol anymore either. I don't smoke. I don't do any drugs. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm heavier than I'd like to be, but I'm not a diabetic or anything. Fuck. I couldn't believe uh, I, I saw you. You were after your sixth beer at Aldo's for that party. And I was like, damn, Dan's putting him down tonight. Yeah, I don't <laughs> drink very often. I've drunk like three or four times at Aldo's in the last couple of years and, and rarely at home. I just, I'm just too old for it. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, before we continue, I should probably, I'm not, which I'm not even ready for, uh, promote. Um, let's see. Here we go. I am now. Bet US. Bet US. Go to Bet US with a, oh, wait, hold on. I, I screwed it up because I had the comment there. I got to remove the comment. Let's go to the brand. There we go. Bet US. Go check out Bet US, every sports better's favorite book, favorite sports book. They have a bunch of great perks as well as exceptional service. Use the link in the description, that link right there, blah, 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 at Bears Country Podcast, and get a 125% sign-up bonus. Place your bets with BetUS. That means you put 50 bucks in, they give you 75. You put 100 bucks in, they give you 125. If you like to bet, please use that link. You'll help out the channel more than you know, and please bet responsibly. Dan, uh, this has been, uh, we talked about this last week. Can the bear the bears they they were still in the playoffs as of last week they have another win yesterday big win they are still in the playoffs as of right now i got you breaking news right now mm-hmm. the packers are losing yes 14. to the giants but they are on the 12 and love just threw a touch uh threw a pass to the end zone that was not completed so it is fourth and 10 Looks like it's about to be 14 to 13 Packers unless they go forward and fourth down and score. Let's go Giants. We need the Packers to lose this game. I hated that Minnesota won last night three to nothing. The most, right? My wife is like, is this going to go into overtime as a 0-0 tie? I'm like, I don't think so. When they brought Nick Mullins in, I was like, oh, God, that's that's it. They're going. He's got the wherewithal to lead them down the field. He looks like Adam Johns for one. And uh, I just knew they were going to do it. I thought, well, Oakland's got to take out this fucking bum that they've got in there. Maybe put Hoyer in because that guy sucks. He's got a horrible mustache. I, I knew they weren't going to score. Uh, but but we got lucky. The Ravens won with a punt return in overtime. That meant the, Ram, the Rams lost. And, of course, as we're going to talk about, the Bears drilled Detroit yesterday. I'm still hard from it, and I'm going to stay hard until next weekend while I'm at the Browns game and we get another win ridiculous win that it would have taken them a touchdown and a two-point conversion and then another touchdown just to uh, tie the game right if we, if santos didn't have the extra point blocked and we didn't have to go for a two that would have meant the bears won 30 to 13 if you say 30 to 13 versus 28 to 13 that sounds like a blowout yeah yeah so i mean and it kind of was even though detroit you know took the lead there and that's the one thing i really want to say we always complain you me anyone that's a bears fan that these coaches they go to halftime they don't make adjustments detroit had two straight drives of scores whatever Eberflus did at the half they came out and had like five yards the next quarter and a half so fucking thumbs up big ups to matt Eberflus for <laughs> making the appropriate adjustments this week whatever they did on defense is what they should have been doing in the second quarter how much of this comes down to the addition of Montez Sweat, which is kind of what I wanted to talk about today as well. Montez Sweat, since he's come to the Bears, 
Three and a half sacks. Yannick Ngakwe has two sacks out of his four on the season. Um, Jalen Johnson has two picks out of his four on the season. Montez Sweat seems to be the difference maker on this team since they've made that trade. Yeah, early on yesterday, I was worried. I was like, man, uh, he's he's letting that little boy, I don't mean boy like in a racist thing. He's a very small man, that Gibbs guy. Uh, he's letting Gibbs bust through his tackle. He missed a sack. I'm like, where where is Sweat today? And then when Fields, no, what was it Fields? Somebody, yeah, Fields got popped on the sideline on a dirty play, and Sweat came straight to his aid, and that seemed to fire him up. And the rest of the day, he was everywhere. And we saw Sweat in the post game in the locker room saying great things about Eberflus. I, I think, in fact, I know this shows that Eberflus has definitely not lost this team. We've all been, we're all impatient fans, right, Dan? We, we expected more. We, we thought we had our quarterback who was going to come in and have one of these MVP seasons, you know, by now compared to what we've seen in recent past. And, then we had to start over again with a new coach. They gutted the defense. You know, they, they had to have a conversation, polls and Eberflus themselves about this is not going to be a, you know, necessarily a two-year plan, right? But polls has done a lot in the last two drafts. He traded away some players last year and got a, some picks. He turned, what, 5-13? Uh, you look at all the, the starters that we've gotten from those last two drafts or players that have contributed down to UDFAs, a quarterback especially. Winning two games for us, two out of the five that we have now. So, I mean, you can't you can't discount what Poles has done for this team. And I don't I don't think it. You know, we we all want we're like an immediate uh, results fan base. We expect this. We expect that. We see this happen here. We expect that here. It doesn't work that way. So, it, it's gonna. I think we all should have just lowered our expectations and realized it takes a little bit of time to build the foundation of a team for the team to, to start to gel like they are now. I mean, Eddie Brisker with 17 tackles. My goodness. That says a lot. Yeah. Brisker who's hurt a lot. Uh, at least he's been getting up off the mat. And like you said, those tackles, he's an amazing, strong safety. Let's just hope that they keep him there in the event that Eddie Jackson is a cap casualty next uh, June that they don't have any aspirations of moving him to free safety because he seems uh, very like, in place, in my opinion, at strong yeah. safety. A guy that comes up in the box and makes all his tackles, uh, he's doing the job. And uh, again, the, the defense seems to, as a total, man, just other than those like two drives yesterday, it feels like they have a couple siestas, as John Fox used to say. Uh, and then they get it together. So hopefully they can t keep doing that. And uh, the old man, Joe Flacco, who's who's played well his first two games back, hopefully they can uh, sack him about as many times as Fields got sacked two years ago. <laughs> when I first saw that Flacco was, you know, uh, coming in the game, I thought to myself, I thought he was a like a quarterback's coach or something. I thought he was already retired and you know, a coach of some sort. I didn't realize he was coming in the game. That's what I thought about Joe Flacco. Evidently, he, he tried to get on with uh, 
inside the NFL just like two weeks before the Browns signed him. So he thought his career was over too. Mm, okay. Uh, he's done well uh, yeah. the first two weeks, so we can't mock him too much here and be like, oh, he's, you know, he can't do this, he can't do that. He's thrown for 300 yards, I think, both games. We can't get cocky because we That's just... That's what I'm saying, right. All right. It's two games. <clears throat> we're, not in the, uh, we're not even in the playoff hunt. I mean, we are, but we're not like... You know, we're not one of these top teams in the playoff hunt. We're trying to get in the playoffs. So if we can't go getting big heads thinking two wins in a row is getting us somewhere. Granted, these are two milestones for Eberflus. They're not only two wins in a row, but they're two against two NFC North uh, rivals. The first time that's happened in his career. So I just wish he would stop saying right. If right? you listen to him talk, he says right. Like if you had a stopwatch in 60 seconds in his po his post game to the team. He says right probably 30 times in a minute. That was my problem with Dave Wanstead. He always said uh to the point of uh to the point of or something like that. It was always it was a phrase like that. I'm pretty sure it was to the point of well uh well we 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 have to do this to the point of well we have to do that to the point of and he has to do that uh, to the point of and you were like geez is that all you got? So I get it. If you focus on that, it can become really annoying. But well, I'm rooting for Plus, man. I mean, he he's overcome an 0-4 start. Now, we still got work to do. I remember the headline when I was waiting at O'Hare to leave after the Denver game. The headline on the Sun-Times was horse shit. <laughs> it, it literally was. They had, you know, an asterisk or whatever to like, so it didn't literally say horse shit, but that's what it said. Uh, so everyone was calling for his head. They were 0-4. They blew a 28-7 lead. And for him to potentially get us back in the hunt uh, after losing his defensive coordinator and another coach and, you know, and losing your starter for four games, I mean, man, like, this guy, if he gets it done, if they finish 9-8, and eight, like, it's hard to, especially if they beat Green Bay, it's hard to tell him, like, you got to go. Yeah. How are you feeling about uh, per Ralph Love here? Thanks for joining us, Ralph. About Miles Garrett. Well, be able, to be able to block Miles Garrett. The line right now seems to be a lot better than the one two years ago in week three, again at the game Aldo and I were at, uh, where Fields got sacked nine times. Plus, Fields, I think, knows a little bit about what he's doing now in his first start under Matt Nagy, running the game plan that should have been Andy Dalton's game plan. I, he's befuddled and he's a rookie and. You know, they really were the bullies that day, and I think this is Justin's revenge game. Period. Wouldn't it be nice? Absolutely. Give him the DX chop, suck it, you know? Let's talk about Justin Fields for a minute. How are you feeling about his, you know, development on the team, taking the turn? Is he, is he taking that next step? Because it seems like he is a little bit to me. I, I sat, not going to lie, I kind of went on a bender a Caleb Williams bender on Saturday just to look at his highlights. And they are highlights. You have to watch an entire game to really get, you know, the concept of what's He's a really short man, though, right? He's not – I mean, he doesn't look that short. But he plays a lot like Mahomes. He kind of holds the ball. That crybaby bitch. It's always, no, we'll get into him later. But where he's like just – he doesn't – He's he, he kind of holds it to where you can kind of tuck it at the same time. And he's always got it ready to launch. And he kind of throws from, uh, I don't know. He seems like he like he could be an elite talent. 
So I thought to myself going into Sunday's game, is it possible that, you know, they're going to go on to Caleb Williams? And if so, I want to kind of prepare myself for this to see what we have in this kid or what it, what this kid has. And I was impressed just watching highlights. Again, that's just highlights. Then we go into this game Sunday. It's like, damn, Justin balled out, man. I mean, he had some overthrows there, here, there. But that pass to Mooney, where he caught it just outside the outreached arms of the defender. I mean, it was a beautiful pass, a beautiful catch. And then there were like four. The only negative I'll say is like every other pass to Mooney, it's just like, ooh, it's just like a, a tinge too high or Oh, it's just like a half a yard. It's like they have the worst chemistry, but yeah, again, it's so great with DJ Moore. But yeah, you're the particular one where the guy, the corner jumped it. It's like, oh no, is that going to be a pick six? And then Mooney races down for, you know, 30 yards. Beautiful. Fucking yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. And I think that play, the first touchdown to uh, DJ Moore, the, the fake end around thing that they did with Justin moving out to a wide receiver. Yeah. Might have been Getsy's best play. Yeah, he just put it in, too. I heard uh, DJ Moore do an interview with Molly and Haw today, and he said that it was put in during the bye week or after the bye week. Mm -hmm. So it's like they hadn't practiced that all year until uh, this pr past week. So kudos to Getsy for that one. No shit. I'm not even going to criticize Getsy for the other play. Everybody was being so critical of it, the one where they toss it to DJ Moore, because in theory, I don't know what went wrong with the play, why someone wasn't blocked. But in theory, if you're faking the tush push and you do a, a pitch, you expect everyone to crash down on, on fields. And they did essentially the same play on third down. So you think everyone's going to come up the middle and that toss, it's, it's like 50-50. If, if he tosses that and he gets a first down, we're going to be like, oh, man, what a play. Right. What a play call. I think it is a decent play call. It just didn't work. I mean, I'm not going to call him an idiot because it didn't work. He's got so many other reasons to be called an idiot. But I thought people were too harsh on that one pitch to DJ Moore because I could see the concept. Everyone's going to think Fields is running. We'll do a little toss. Somehow, some way, they needed to block one of the Lions, obviously. But yeah. I, did, I don't think that that was that horrible of a play call. But it did change momentum, and it made the game scary there in the second quarter. Uh, Giants are at like the 11 yard line, by the way, of the green Bay or their own of, of green Bay's. Um, I don't know exactly what the down distance is, but, uh, they, I think there was maybe a penalty or something. looks like they who's, who's running quarterback for them. Is it still Daniel Jones or is he hurt? No, it's, uh, who somebody said it in chat earlier. Cause I was like, I said it wrong. It's not, it's not Danny dimes. Yeah. They're on the, they're on the 12. It is uh, second and 11. They gained about four yards. But I forgot what I was just going to say to your point, which was uh, you were talking about. I didn't think that was a horrible play call, but it changed momentum when it. Right. Well, yes, it, Getsy has. He, he did a much better job on this game plan, right? I mean, it maybe not the game plan over, over it, it's all, but in his ability to adjust to it, where we have not seen that in the past. How long did it take for a screen pass to happen in this game? So I don't know what he's thinking, but he, the game, it was a better game all around. Not, you can, you can nitpick all you want, but it was a better, it was a better game plan. I all love, right. absolutely like love with the capital L. How many times against us did we see Aaron Rodgers 
get one of us to jump and then he has the free play and throws it deep and it works. That's like, I don't think that's ever happened for the bears until yesterday. Touchdown giants, by the way. Oh, Uh, fuck. Yeah. That was a fourth and 13, Dan. I know, but I heard Braxton Jones say that there was no way we were snapping the ball unless they jumped. So the question is if Detroit doesn't jump, do, do they attempt a Santos kick there? Cause it would have been pretty long. Uh, yeah, it probably would have been like a 50, 55, start. something like that. But I mean, he's made that, but I was in, I, I think it was, uh, what's his name? I mean, the play by play guy that does the bears preseason games too. He said that, you know, it's a little long. So I could understand. He said, this is a paraphrase. I can understand why the bears are going for it on fourth and 13. And, uh, cause I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. You know, you just felt like. Let's do it, man. And then and then there's the touchdown. It's beautiful. But of course, Santos has his kick blocked, but it didn't come back to haunt us. It was the, I, I thought the same thing in the same moment as you. We must have been connected in our brains, Dan, because I was like, yes, finally, a free play taken advantage of. And we get it. There wasn't a holding call or a pass interference offensively or some shit like that you know or oh tyler scott oh he he was there but oh he stopped running yes or Bayless jones that hit him in the gut he just oh he fell down oh he dropped it yeah, yeah. this was a professional wide receiver showing you that he's a fucking uh, he is a number one caliber receiver period it was a perfect throw absolutely perfect some perfect throws yesterday you're not going to make all of them dan some perfect throws this and we we know it, that this is going to be these last uh, five games we're going to be uh, an audition for him right and he was throwing shit like he didn't go far but it lost yards like the one to the fullback where he's like throwing side-armed and underhanded and all this stuff mahomes does that mm-hmm. like on uh scott van pelt's gonna be like oh this is the play of the week the play of the season. Look at the artistry. They're going to be fawning for him, but if Fields does it, they're like, ah, it was desperation. How about he that? Should be, he should be traded. Look at that terrible <laughs> toss right there. How about the Comet uh, catch that they reviewed and lost a, a timeout over because it was such a perfect catch? Ugh. Yeah, I, I was like, man, if they overturn this, I'm going to be furious. I was afraid when they threw the challenge. I'm like, oh, fuck. They must have saw something I didn't because it looked like a, a, normally it's the Bears who throw a, a challenge like that. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's clearly, you know, but this time it, I thought immediately, catch, good catch. You could see the discord on Dan Campbell's face too after that. He was like, this idiot gave me the wrong information. I, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have gone for it, right? Because they somebody has to give him that. Yeah, okay, yes, do it. Call it, call it, call it, right? In Boy, Hamp and OB got into a huge argument after the game. Um, so uh, Ed Obradovich thinks that Campbell's the best coach in the NFL. He's always saying that. And Hampton was saying, well, you can say what you want about Dan Campbell, but our guy, Matt Eberflus, has outcoached him two different times this year. He say they got lucky and they got their comeback win, but for the coach that you love, and again, I'm paraphrasing, he's like, our guy has been better two times now. Mm-hmm. And they started, like, he was shouting. He's like, oh, Danny, I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> and uh, he was so mad at Hampton because, but Hampton had a good point, and Eberflus has taken Dan Campbell down, man. Yeah, they should have won that last game. We yeah. wanted to talk about that because they won this one, so that's all that matters at this point. That would have been nice to win the last one, but if you like, Cliff says if you combine all the fourth downs that they didn't get with their turnovers, it was like seven turnovers then. You know what I mean? If you if they, they went for it like they they got denied what three or four times plus they had three or three or four three turnovers. Yeah. So that essentially is like six or seven turnovers for them because the drive norm your drives you want them to end normally with a field goal, an extra point, or a punt. So that's six or seven drives that ended in a turnover on downs or or a turnover. Yep. I mean that's kind of the difference in that regard. For sure. We're finally starting to see the takeaways, part of the hits principle, the T. Yeah, and like you said, sweat has been a big part of that. What a see. Uh, Mike Lombardi can go fuck himself now, man. He he was smearing us in the middle of the 18 season when the Bears were riding high. He was like, all these Trubisky jerseys, they'll be on a clearance rack in like two years. <laughs> and man, that turned out to be true, but he missed on this one. He missed on this one saying that was a stupid trade. The Bears will regret this. I mean, he, this has been a, I mean, it's early, but I think Lombardi rubbed his own face and shit on this one. Yeah, for sure. He made up for it with that one. I mean, uh, uh, King Pookie Nation, you know, he is, he's. Yeah, he's I've met King Pookie twice. Yeah. He absolutely despises Ryan Poles. He, he, he keeps talking to me about it. He's like, why do you and Foster love Ryan pulls so much. I'm like, I, I went down a list of all the draft picks with him, and he's still like, Yeah, but they hired a shitty coach and they don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, listen, just give it a give it a shot. And he's like, I want to bring a, a buddy of mine on who hates Ryan Pulls too, and he wants to talk about Ryan Pulls with you. I'm like, let's just uh curb your enthusiasm, dude, because you know, I, there's no reason to crap on Ryan Poles. He's done a good job with what he's been given. What he turned the, his first season as a general manager, that's what I would have done as Pace. I would have traded away Mac. I would have traded away, you know, back then. I would have traded, or not not traded Mac, but I would have traded like Forte. I would have traded players like that back then to try to comp some, you know, draft picks. And I feel like Poles does treat draft picks like gold bars, whereas Pace treated them like, you know, copper bars or something like he that. traded right? away our first round pick seemingly every year and he was always trading up right to get somebody and like you said polls has been getting more picks and dare i say if you stay with the 24 year old quarterback who's only going to get better and you trade that first round pick again you could probably get two more first rounders for that mm -hmm. and then then look you're just yeah st brown dropping passes yesterday i loved it uh, yeah. And then you're just stockpiling talent is my point. I, If you can stay with fields, then, I mean, you're really going to be able to build your roster at these first-round picks because there's no – undoubtedly, someone is going to give you two picks for him, mm -hmm. for that first pick. Mm -hmm. Then you're looking at maybe three picks next draft. It is as enticing as it may be to look at a Caleb, uh, you know – go on a Caleb William highlight bender like I did on Saturday and go, well, I might be able to see a case for this. What we really need is Justin. Je Listen, 
Greg Gabriel pointed out on the barroom uh, today. Today's Monday, right? Yeah, it is. I, I'm thinking the same thing. It's... Yeah, <laughs> he pointed it out today. <laughs> today that um, I completely lost my train of thought over that. Damn it! All right, so you were going to talk about uh, keeping fields, I think, um, uh, and drafting other players. And you said Greg said today. Uh, totally lost my train of thought. But let me get back to what I was saying. That is that you you would rather keep fields. It might bring me back to it. You'd rather keep fields, and oh, and he was saying that Aaron Rodgers by this time in uh, Justin Fields' career wasn't even a starter yet. So right. you take that you take that into account. You have Justin Fields, who is now a, in in year three. The, the the most despicable thing to me would be is if he has to start over again next year with a new offensive coordinator. You would like him to progress in the same offense. So well, couldn't you do a variation of the same offense even if you feel that Getze has to go? Couldn't you hire someone who has a similar offense that might be a better mind, though? I mean, if if we're both from the same system, let's say we're both from the Andy Reid tree, that doesn't mean we're both equal and who's good and who's not good. You know what I mean? So they don't necessarily have to start over, over, even if they get a different coordinator, if they stay with a variation of the same offense, which I never hear anybody say, by the way. Exactly. Like you're going back to like uh, when uh, Chuck Pagano took over for Vic Fangio and he kind of kept the same play calls the same. Except Chuck just seemed to be in a soft zone all the time and didn't want to blitz. But yeah. Which is against normally what he, he was more of an aggressive defensive coordinator before that, but that's a different story. Right. Uh, this, you know, you, you're, if you go and hire a new offensive coordinator, let's say you bring in a Greg Roman, like a, he's a, a popular name. He's not going to keep the plays the same. I mean, do you think he will just to make, to, to simplify it for the players? Or do you think he's just going to come in and go, I'll keep some of these, but for the most part, I'm going to come in with a new narrative and we're going to have to learn all, you know. Well, if you have, if you consider an offense, a language, you know, it, like a foreign language. It, it, well, it's like learning any language because you have to learn what pieces they all, they all mean, this, mean the same thing, you know, in Spanish, you know, the is L, you know, so you just have to go L instead of the. So if you're going from Spanish, from English to Spanish, and then now you're in Japanese and L is. But well, if they bring Greg in, maybe at least it's the same language, though, and not a foreign language, not a new offense altogether is my point. Maybe it's at least a similarity to where he's not learning something completely new and it's not foreign. It's just a tweak. So that kind of brings me back to if this head, if this coaching staff was brought in knowing that they were going to have a gutted rebuild don't you think that it would have been under the agreement like the handshake agreement if you will that hey we know this is not going to happen in two years and if it doesn't it's going to help us build for the future and look they, they can sit here right now and go look we have the first pick in the draft and if we do win these next four games i guess i shouldn't have knocked on wood maybe i should take that back i'll knock on the other side of it that uh, if we do, if we have a chance, let's let's just say we do make it to the playoffs, Dan. We are going to be the hottest team. You don't. Yeah, want to we still need a lot of help, but yeah, because like Minnesota winning yesterday that hurt us. Uh, but they play Detroit two times still. Mm. But we need Green Bay to lose tonight would be massive. Then we lost to the Saints. They're ahead of us. Seattle's ahead of. We we need a couple of teams to start losing. 
But if we keep winning, it is not implausible for us to make it. It is not. It couldn't happen. Packers are losing right now. Is it still 21-13? Yep. We're in the fourth yet? Yep. 12-27 left. See, I would have bet. 21-13, yeah. I'm not going to say I would bet my mortgage because I wouldn't, but in a cliche sense, I would have been like, oh, the Packers are going to roll tonight. And here they are losing to the Giants. It's like, man, what a fucking game we have. When, yeah. when the Packers can beat the Kansas City Chiefs on prime time and have Collinsworth ready to suck Mahomes and uh, Jordan Love's dick live on air, salivating at all, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and Jordan Love. And, and, and then now they lose to the lowly Giants. Well, it's not over yet. I don't want to get out in front of myself, but I mean, that's incredible, man. Yeah, I was on the PSF le- uh, yesterday with Lester Wolfong doing the game cast. And they scored uh, that third touchdown. And I was like, oh, it's about to be 20 to 13. I saw, I said, no, actually, I said it's 20 to. Oh, wait, I should probably stop and just say it's 19 to 13 or whatever. And then they, then they the missed block. <laughs> That's, that was my fault. So you might have just. Soon as that happened, I thought for a split second of last year's game when we missed an extra point and lost 31 30. And I was like, nope, that's not going to happen today. <laughs> Get that out of my fucking mind, okay? Positive thoughts. Positive <laughs> thoughts today. Uh, Dan, Joe is saying if Fields had a good showing in Cleveland in front of if Fields has a good showing in Cleveland in front of Dan Aguirre, we keep Fields. <laughs> Absolutely. By Love the way, it. by the way, Dan, I wore this jersey tonight. Is it the salam? To, to tell you that I wore it yesterday, and this is this jersey is three and zero, bro. The late. Not great, but one good season, Rashawn Salam. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, him exactly. Or it could be former Bear Mark Green, who was there in the early 90s. He was 31 as well. But we'll take Rashawn Salam, so keep wearing it, man. Wait, so was uh, uh, Nate Vasher, I think, Nate, was 31. Nate Vasher, thank you, yes. The interceptor who had no interceptions after his new contract. Uh, also, after he came in one season, looked like he took steroids. I'd forgotten that. He was but. all like beefed up the next year and he lost like, you know, two tenths of on his 40 time. And yeah, he was he wasn't the same player after that for me. Speaking of former Bears corners, uh at the game yesterday was one Jerry Azuma. Oh yeah. Jerry Azuma's all over Twitter about the Bears. Yeah, he was in the audience in the crowd yesterday. What is up, guys? AC, thanks for joining us. Demand demand dice. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you. James Hunter, Mo Beerman, Joe Treviso. Still no Don Burr, huh? No Don Burr. <laughs> Don Burr is. I said that a few weeks ago. I was like, man, if the if you if the Bears didn't blow it, you wouldn't even be here tonight. You wouldn't you wouldn't even have the temerity to be here if the Lions hadn't come back to win. So I knew he wouldn't be here tonight. Man, he said he was gonna come on BCP back when we were on the bar room, like before the bar room, no, I think it was right when we got on the bar room. He said, "Yeah, I'll come on, I'll come on, I'll come on," and then he totally ditched us. He's a, he's a coward and a, and a, I forgot what I said earlier in chat about him, but he's a coward. Jojo Loco, thanks for joining us tonight. Great to see you again. Yeah, uh, I, you know, G, uh, Don Burr needs to get his ass in here and suck it up for the losses, right? I knew he wouldn't. 
Personally. I don't. I don't really care. I feel vindicated in that regard. Me too. I don't give a shit. I'm glad he doesn't come in here. Actually, it's a. Uh, if he does come back tonight, we should just ignore him. <laughs> Not even acknowledge him. Don't welcome him. <laughs> yeah. If he does pop in for any reason, everyone just ignore him. We'd be like, wait, did everyone block me? He should be <laughs> blocked. Yeah. Demond saying that Caleb arm talent reminds him of Brett Favre's. I mean, I was kind of talking about that earlier. I went, I went on a bender on Saturday, just looking at just if, like, what if, and I was like, hmm. But they are highlights. I haven't watched any full single game demand, so I can't, uh, I can't speak for how he plays in an entire game. But geez, highlights, yeah. The only Brett Favre thing that I've ever enjoyed was on. There's something about Mary when Ben Stiller's like Brett Favre. What are you doing here? He's like. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you stupid asshole, or something like that. It's the only thing Favre ever did that made me uh, laugh or think favorably of him. Now he's just a welfare cheat, so that's... The, my my favorite thing that Favre ever did was get tackled by... What was his name? Michael Strahan when he gave him the sack? Nope, on the Bears when they ended his career. Oh, that uh, he does media now. Uh, Corey Wooten? Corey Wooten, thank you. Yeah, he's with CHGO, I think. Oh, really? C Corey Wooden? Yeah, I only listen to them occasionally just so I can hear Braggs because, you know, Braggs was uh, one of us at one point. So I'm I'm happy for him to get the, the gig and to be making some money doing it. I liked Carmen, who was at WGN, Mark Carmen, but he's just always so fucking sarcastic and negative now. Yeah. That, that's the thing I was saying yesterday. I rarely listen to anything if the Bears lose, but I was so happy. I turn on WGN, and I'm telling you, and I love oh, Hamp and OB, but OB, man, if you listen for a half hour, you'd have thought the Bears lost. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why? And then, like, Mark Potash, he tweets something today, like a picture of the outside of Hallis Hall, and he goes, 35 days until the Bears are packing up and going home. I'm like, why would you fucking tweet that today? I mean, if they lost by 30 yesterday, okay, but they actually have some momentum and have a shot at this thing. Like, why tweet that today? Unless you're just trying to be the wrestling heel. That's the one thing I love about Greg Braggs is he's always uh, really positive. And um, we've been trying to get him on the show, and it, we've just been having some con uh, some uh, issues with scheduling. But uh, he will be on the show here eventually because I would love to talk to him because I know he's he's got good takes on the Bears. And like you said, he's earned it. He's done a good job. Yeah, he had this one segment where he and Carmen were arguing about something. And uh, this is like a month ago. But he said something, if I had given up on my my dreams or my aspirations, I'd still be fucking working with bricks. He's like, so if I was negative like you and saying I'm living in the real world, then I wouldn't have my job. Because that's what Mark Carmen always says when he's negative. He's keeping it real. He's like, well, if I kept it real like you, I'd still be a bricklayer. He's like, I, I kept... Uh, my dreams and I worked hard and it kept a positive attitude. And that's why I am where I am. Wow. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's exactly wow. what I said. I reached out to him and I heard it and I said, God, man, you really took him down. That was an inspirational little soundbite, man. No shit. He said a couple of those on Twitter too. I was like, damn, go bro. Yeah. Jay Sanders saying everyone, everybody loves Braggs. Got started off on the Barroom Network. Yep. Yeah. A disciple of the Podfather. 
<laughs> so, um, gosh, Dan, it's two wins in a row. Just is so exciting. It's, it should be four in a row. Three out of the last four, but if they hadn't lost in Detroit, we'd we'd have a four game winning streak. And think about that: the difference between five and eight and six and seven right now. Mm-hmm. Or that Denver game we gave away. We're still in it, but those other losses right now would be so huge if they'd if they'd come back and won those games, or maybe even Tampa Bay. They had a shot in that one. Let's go to the BCP prediction. Uh, that we had here. I know you weren't a part of this prediction, as we said before, but you did predict 11 and 6. And we have talked about this, but just to bring it up again, like uh, as a group here, five of us on this panel that came up with this score or this uh, record prediction, other than the first four games, we weren't entirely off. We, we had the commanders game. We lost the Vikings. Uh, we, we did get the Raiders game. But I'm saying as a, as a group, we were correct on the Chargers loss. We were correct on the Saints loss. We were correct on the Panthers win. Well, I hope you're wrong about the Browns game. Um, we were correct on the on the Lions loss, and then we were we we were we were actually the opposite. So we gained one on the win against the Vikings, and then we were we won the collectively the Lions game. So I hope I hope that you are correct as well, Dan. If we can rebound and just Look at the first four compared to the last four. It's three. It's three games. It's three wins and one loss. If we can just make up all four of those and and swap it, we're only two games off from our prediction of five of a five person panel coming up with this. And I think that's actually pretty impressive. If we do win out, of course. Is there any way? And I hate to. We're live, so there's no another way to say it. Again, I just took my antibiotic and. You guessed it. I got to shit my fucking brains. <laughs> so can you talk to the chat group about this? And just give me five minutes to go do a terrible, shameful act in the restroom. Dude, these pills are making me fucking. I'm like Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Please, Dan, go take care. They're of called Suflexin or something. I don't know. They're fucking killing me. But obviously they're saving my life, too, because I had that infection. But I'll be right back. Suflexin, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's 500 milligrams too. So it's oh, that's yeah. There you go. I'm just it's I'm going to be dehydrated from all the shitting. So stand by. <laughs> but guys, look what we came up with here. I mean, we're only if we if we can win this out, as opposed to the first four losses, that would make up for the first four. And then we really weren't all that off. We we're only off by two games. Five of us coming up with this record. If three of us said it was a win, it was a win. If three of us said it was a loss, it was a loss. So I, I don't think that it's uh it would be amazing. Wouldn't it be freaking amazing if we could actually win nine, just win this out, go nine and eight this season, and and then we're like possibly even in the playoffs. Let's just say we make the playoffs after all the losing that we had the first season under Flus all the losing we had in the first half of this season to come out and actually possibly make the playoffs. If we, even if we didn't, and we went nine and eight, I know that's asking a lot, but it's possible. And that's the exciting thing about being a sports fan. It's, it's the exciting thing about being a bears fan. And uh, wow. Grumpy bear. 
Thank you for your $5 super chat, man. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope the Bears are planning on returning the favor to the Browns and sack their quarterback nine times. I mean, dude, four sacks last week? How many sacks before, Grumpy? Appreciate you. Appreciate your super chat. Thank you for helping to support PCP, Grumpy Bear. Um, How many sacks last week? How many sacks the week before? What was it, like three, four against... uh? The Lions the first time, I was in New Orleans, so I didn't really pay much attention to that game, but uh, I did watch it. But they've been getting better. You look at um, since they have brought in Phil Snow, for example. Phil Snow has seemingly made a difference. You can add a trade for Montez Sweat to that. Montez Sweat has seemingly made a difference. You can also add... Matt Eberflus calling the plays on defense now seemingly made the difference. By the way, there you would think if there was something facetious or something, you know, criminal about the Allen Williams thing that happened in the beginning of the season. By the way, 21-13 Giants. It is second and like five or something for the Packers. You would think that if there was something criminal about the Alan Williams thing, we would have heard by now, right? So maybe he just wasn't doing a good enough job or him and Iberflus had, well, he was fired by uh, HR, so that doesn't make sense. But let's just say that there was an issue between their philosophies because you got to give Iberflus some credit for what he's done with Granted. This is the only team that really... Um, has a winning record that we've beaten that has, you know, a fairly decent offense. And in fact, what was it? Greg, uh, Greg Gabriel on the barroom said today that uh, the the only team that the Lions beat that had a winning record was the first game of the season, which really doesn't make sense because that team would have been 0-0, so they wouldn't have actually had a winning record. So therefore, the Lions haven't beat a team with the winning record, and we just did. And... In fact, didn't the Vikings have a winning record when we beat them? So wouldn't that be two in a row? So the point being that this team is starting to gel. It seems like they are, guys. What do you guys think in chat? Joe, you're saying give Jalen give Jalen uh four four years 75 million. Okay. Dude, what is up with that? He comes out this season and admits that he has not lived up to the, you know the play of some of the top cornerbacks in the league. So he basically is humbled by the fact that he needs to do better and look what he's done. And we cannot count out that Montez Sweat, the addition to this team by Ryan Poles has, he's made a, a huge difference to this team since they brought him on. Yannick, two sacks, uh, Jalen Johnson, two more picks out of his four for the season. Montez Sweat himself has three and a half sacks in five games. The defense is playing better. You got uh, Tremond Edmonds playing well. Interception. Some nice plays last week. Isn't it amazing the difference that one player can make to your team? One player. Especially when you have everybody else bought in, which is, for me, at this point, I honestly would have thought that this team would have given up on Flus by now. 
But I think you guys can agree that this team has not given up on Flus. What do you guys think? I think I'm back, and I apologize for the shameful act of defecating. You defecator, you. I hope you washed your hands. I did. Okay. I was just saying that this team has not given up on Flus. No, not at all. You would have expected it by now, right? Yeah, when you are losing games the way they were losing earlier in the year, just piling up losses, like 0-4. And and the only team I can think of, uh, um, there may have been somebody more recently, but the 1992 Chargers started the year 0-4 and, and still made the playoffs. They were blown out by Miami, though, but still, they made it. I can't think of anybody else 0-4 that made it. So... We're not there yet, but it's still a possibility. And again, he deserves so much credit for keeping them together. Cliff Victoria, Dan, salt and pepper said it. Opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one. Was it salt and pepper that said that? I thought that was just like a, was that them that coined that? I thought Jerry Falwell said, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 21-16 Giants, by the way. How much time's left? 530. And the Giants have the ball? C. Okay, good. Is that Heidi that said that? C? <laughs> that was Mark. I was just joking because Heidi, you know, says C where she speaks Spanish. Oh, <laughs> but um I you know I'm I surprised the Dolphins are struggling against the Titans, too. Why by the way, why are there two Monday night games in a row on right now? What kind of jackass bullshit is that i don't know hire that, hire that guy dan they were doing that in week one for a while like i don't know why they started that in week 14 but just you put know, it on a, put it because they start adding saturday games right around now right so just right. put it on a saturday at a different time why two games in a row you can only watch one it's stupid is uh, Hopkins still with the Titans? I haven't heard anything about him. Hopkins still with the Dwayne, Titans. the wide receiver? I believe so, yes. He's been missing in action, I think. Well, the Titans suck. Don't they? Aren't they like five and something, six and something? Aren't we five and something? And You better not say we suck, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out exactly what they are here. Let's see. Titans are uh, four and eight. So they're actually ahead of us, buddy. <laughs> well, we're five and eight. Right. So they have the sixth pick. We have the seventh. Oh, well. Yeah. They're worse than us. So th so we don't suck. That's right. As bad as them. Isn't that nice to say? That is great to say. We are only the, finally, Dan, only the seventh shittiest team in the league right now. I was just reading on Twitter or X saying that the funniest part about the Chiefs call yesterday, other than the wide receiver being offsides, is that it could have been called illegal formation as well. So it could have been another penalty. Uh, but, you know, they, oh, we're yeah. supposed to get warnings about that. Okay. We talked about that before the show. So you want to get into that? I know you're – let's go, go ahead and go on your rant right now about – I've been passionate against Kansas City and Mahomes – uh, since the start, you know, 
Mahomes is a fucking crybaby bitch who whines every every time there's a call that doesn't go his way. He's constantly crying. And now everyone's fucking seeing it to be true. And again, he says something yesterday like, you know, and his he's like Kermit the fucking frog when he talks. He's like, you know, we're not supposed to have a, <laughs> a play go against us at the end of the game like that or whatever the fuck he said. It's like, dude. Again, there was a holding call that should have been. They had Bosa's entire jersey in Super Bowl Fifty Four. He was about to get sacked. That led to them winning the game. Uh, the AFC Championship game, a call that helped them beat Cincinnati, and then the Super Bowl against the Eagles, another call that helped them win. Uh, another, they got a championship handed to them. But they, he loves it then. But if the call goes against them, then suddenly there's like some kind of conspiracy or some shit, and and he's out there screaming at the officials trying to intimidate the referees, throws his helmet. And then, did you hear the audio when he approaches Josh Allen? Josh Allen, who's gone through all these losses as a member of the Bills against KC. No. Uh, he doesn't know what to say. He just pats Mahomes on the like his uh, chest. But Mahomes was like, dude, a terrible fucking call. Worst fucking call I've ever seen. And he's just ranting and cussing. Uh, as soon as Josh was you know, trying to shake his hand and be polite to him, Again, Allen hasn't act like this when they've lost games against Kansas City. And and Mahomes is still ranting and raving. And then Andy Reid says him like they're supposed to warn us. Like, yeah, what the fuck ever? Do they warn the defensive tackles anytime they're in the in the neutral zone? Of course they don't. And the wide receivers can look over laterally to the official and you know get the thumbs up. And Andy Reid admitted today his receiver did not do that, didn't check with the official, and he was offsides. So what is their fucking, what is their, how can anyone defend them? God, I hate them entitled fuckers. I hate Patrick Mahomes. I hope that son of a bitch gets suspended. You First can't time. yell at the official and throw your fucking helmet. If that had been someone like Justin Fields, they would have suspended him three games already. Oh, God, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that, 100%, 1,000%. But first off, you sounded like, um, a South Park character when you were going off on your little rant there for a second. Uh, I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, the second part I wanted to agree with you on is, uh, yes, they. Uh, since when do they tell? Listen, that was my. I played wide receiver in high school, and that was my biggest problem was lining up on sides, because when you're out wide and you're trying to put your foot on the you know, on the hash, on the half hash mark somewhere, it's, it looks different to you there than it does where the ball is, you know, all the way on the other hash. You know what I mean? Right. So, you, so I, I was constantly lining up off sides in the beginning and I always had, it got to the point where every time that I got up to the line, I had to look at the ref and, and he would tell me to go back. So first off, if you're telling me that the refs tell you that you are off sides, that they get what he just did was he admitted that they give them special treatment, right? Because they don't fucking yeah. do that for everybody. Exactly. So he's saying we didn't get our special treatment right there, right? That's the first part that I have the the problem with. The second is the other thing that you just said, which is I forgot what it was. Well, how they get big calls to win games all the time that benefit Correct. them. Correct. And now when there's something that's imposed that's a legitimate penalty. They lose their fucking minds. By saying that you always give that to us. Oh, God. 
he, I know that like somebody, the Mahomes supporters are going to come at me and probably call me racist and everything, but I'm not backing down. I don't like that motherfucker. I've never liked him. He gets everything handed to him. And now the way he's acting, he's a, he's absolutely should be suspended. You cannot scream at the officials and throw your fucking helmet. Yeah. You cannot do that. Now that, that was, that was the other part to it. You can't take off your, uh, we just saw it against the bears. Uh, uh, who was it? Gordon. His, Gordon's helmet got stuck into somebody else's helmet, and it they ripped off. his fucking face mask off, and they still called a penalty on Kyler Gordon. Right. And this fucker took off his helmet on the field and threw it. He may have been on the sidelines already, but either way, he was screaming and and trying to intimidate the official. And it's just yeah. like I'm so used to getting everything handed to me that I even feel I can yell and intimidate. And the officials into giving me what I want. Basically, that's what he said. He yeah, said, I wish I nothing die. but the worst for him and Taylor Swift and for Kelsey and Freed. Fuck all of them. I fucking hate Kansas City. They're the fucking Patriots now. They get everything handed to them. So finally, a call goes against them, which was a legitimate call. And instead of just acknowledging that, they fucking lose their minds. Right, how about last week when Green Bay, and far be it for me to take up for the Packers, hit Mahomes inbounds and they threw a 15-yard penalty as soon as he got hit when he was inbounds. Those are the kind of calls that Mahomes has gotten his entire career. Mm-hmm. And I, fuck, I'm so glad to see him exposed for the asshole that he is. <laughs> I know you've had this constant debate with uh, Aldo on your show. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have any, I have no... I'm sorry. I, I know because, again, I don't even remember who said it. I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to – and I'm not suggesting Aldo said this. I'm saying, but at no, one Aldo, point last Aldo, year, Aldo's last year, well, somebody was mad at me. They said I had to like I had to like him because he was biracial. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what the argument was about, that it was because he was black or biracial that that was what the sediment – the negative sentiment coming from you was and, and that's horse shit I, I, re, I repudiate that one thousand percent i have no problem with the fact that his father was also an athlete and happened to be black i don't give a fuck i don't care if every white woman in the world fucks a black man i don't give a shit you know what i have fucked black women who cares? Right. His racial ethnicity has nothing to do with me not liking him for being an entitled asshole. Right. What you're saying is he's the, he's the new Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was the entitled asshole. And I didn't like Tom Brady either. Right, because he was enti the entitled asshole of the league. Only he didn't – Tom Brady didn't come out and say, well, you, we always get those calls. And, you know, that was just – that should almost be reviewed. Oh, no. For, for him saying that. You're Packers, the Packers have the ball deep in Giants territory. Yeah, they do. That was a fumble. Oh God! So they're about to win. God damn it! That was a almost a touchdown, by the way. Um, he his foot was uh, was clearly offsides. Kadarius Tony's foot was was clearly offsides. Dan, and that was my point. I've done that a lot. I know. I know. I know that he was offsides. He was he was right next to the fucking center. He was six feet away from the center. By the way, isn't it ironic? that I've been accused of being a Justin Fields, like apologist at one point earlier this season, you know, I did, I did come out after him. After he got picked against Denver, I was like, Oh God, he just doesn't have it in the clutch. 
But again, I've owned up to things I've said. But the point is, if I'm just this huge Justin Fields fan, I have four of his jerseys, and he happens to be black, why is it if I criticize Mahomes, I'm suddenly anti-black quarterback or something? When again, he's biracial anyway. But the point is, I love our quarterback who happens to be black. I just don't like him, regardless of race, because of all the fucking calls that get handed to him. Right. Like I hated Tom Brady and I hated Peyton Manning. But if it was if it was Justin Fields that was in that position, you would love it. Yep, I can't I can't lie to you. If we were getting calls handed to us, I would uh, spread my cheeks and take it. The darling of the NFL, you'd be like, well, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't want to be a hypocrite here, but yeah, I mean, yes. We, if if that was Justin Fields saying that, we'll be, we'd be like, well, yeah, he was right. Like you could clearly tell that Tony wasn't off sides there. You know, but I mean, like, like, look at Manning. Manning was taking HGH. His forehead got allegedly, allegedly, his forehead got as big as everyone came after Barry Bonds and was like, "Oh, look how big his feet are getting. Look how big his head is." Peyton Manning's forehead, you could show a fucking movie on it after he broke his neck, and they had the story proving that how they were shipping it and stuff. And what does he do? He goes all anti. Muslim and starts criticizing Al Jazeera for breaking the story and nothing happens out of it. If that wasn't Peyton Manning, if that had just been, you know, I'm just going to throw a quarterback out of my ass. Like if that was Jeff Garcia, the league yeah. would have fucking suspended him and right. they would have followed up on the story. But because it was Manning, he was allowed to discredit the source uh, by using anti-Muslim rhetoric, rhetoric and it was never brought up again when everyone knows he fucking did it. But because it was Peyton Manning, they didn't give a shit. When Peyton Manning tried to force his dick in a girl's mouth when he was at Tennessee, nobody gave a shit. When when Watson does it, they point out that every every like masseuse has to play with his asshole. At least that's what he wants, and he gets suspended for a year and a half or whatever. But Peyton Manning, it's okay. But Peyton Manning went and bought everyone in line for one of his games pizza, so he's a good guy. Oh fuck. <laughs> just saying he was allowed to get away with shit too and guess why i didn't like him because he was allowed to get away with shit tom brady fumbled against the raiders there's no way you'll ever change my mind they gave him that fucking call even even he said it on the, i was so pissed on the sidelines because i knew i just cost us the game yeah and, and then they cheated against the fucking panthers they cheated against the eagles and the rams by videotaping I, yeah and then you know fucking belichick and them were giving passes just because he was friends, the owners is friends with uh, Goodell. Mm -hmm. They even said Goodell destroyed some of the evidence. Yes, I wouldn't. I'm not making this up. How are you calling me crazy when all this is documented by an ESPN article that was like 28 pages long, even for the website? I think it just means like, damn, you crazy, Dan. Like I'm crazy because I don't like Mahomes. I guess. You're not allowed to dislike Mahomes. You just you can't dislike Mahomes for anything. No, I think he's just people smear you if you dislike Patrick Mahomes. I think he's saying that like uh, he's he's saying that like damn you're crazy like that's you're awesome to say all that like I don't think he's calling you crazy because I think for the most part we can agree with you. I agree with you. There's there's when they have their guy, they have their guy, and they're gonna make that guy the guy. And, and if it's somebody they don't like, again like Barry Bonds for example. Because Barry Bonds wasn't liked, he was smeared as being a steroid cheater when there's no proof of it. Now, you can look at it aesthetically and say, well, his head got bigger, his feet got bigger, or what have you. 
but they, they didn't prove it. He didn't fail a test and they didn't have it going to his house like Peyton Manning, Mm -hmm. but because, and by the way, Bonds won the MVP in the national league as a little skinny guy at Pittsburgh. So it's not like he wasn't great already, but Bonds, because he wasn't liked, it was just inferred that he was guilty. They didn't celebrate him breaking Henry Aaron's record. They tried to say the record didn't count anymore, and he won't make the Hall of Fame now just because they didn't like him. And but someone like Mahomes or or you know or somebody like Mahomes hasn't cheated the way Brady did. Let me just be clear: Green Bay must have scored. Fucking Green Bay just scored. God. Fuck. I digress on my rant. My point is, if you're liked, they cover up for you. If they don't like you, you're convicted. Yes, that's true. How much time's left for the Giants? Mm. I don't know. So it was 21-16, so that makes it what? 22-21 with the two-point conversion coming? I'm not watching, so I'm just trying to infer. Um, They're showing replays, so I I can't see what... Okay, so it's uh, a minute 33, 22-21. And so they have to go for two. Yeah. So did the Giants fumble to give Green Bay this field possession? Yep. God. God. Yeah, Demond saying, Dan, I agree with you. I'm just saying you pull no punches on your rants. <laughs> no, you don't. You're I, I love your rants. Why that's why I just put it around. I'm just like, I'm just letting Dan go. <laughs> well, I I feel like I say the things that I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I feel like I'm saying the things that are obvious that people just don't want to say. Right. You're not allowed to dis- to call Peyton Manning out. You're he's a darling. You can't call Mahomes out or Brady. You you can't. Even though the, all the stories are there, how they missed, they missed a two point conversion. By the way, go ahead. Good. The field goal can win it for the Giants. Then, so New York. Remember, uh, I'm sorry, New England. In the story, Brady wouldn't allow. Garoppolo to work out with them in the center wouldn't allow him to go all the stuff he was had the teammates not talking to Garoppolo all this crazy shit because he was so jealous uh, that Jimmy was going to take his job and he went to Kraft and got them to trade Garoppolo even though Belichick didn't want it it's just really fuck, I didn't man. know that oh it was all in that ESPN article but Brady's vindicated because he won a Super Bowl in Tampa and Bill is sucked without him yep God, I hate this 22-21 Packers. Fuck, man. Oh, minute 33 left. We should almost just game cast this for right now because let's go. nobody gives a shit about what we have to say. Everyone's watching this game, which, by the way, thank you for joining us. All right, 22-21, minute 33. Fucking Barkley's the one that fumbled. Figure that. Fucking really? I know, right, Barkley? Well, Zach's saying that he should have been called down if you – of course, I'm not watching it, but I, I trust his judgment. Yeah. I didn't see it. I, I, I caught the replay. I looked over just as I saw. I couldn't tell if he was actually down or not. I just had just missed it. I hope the Giants have a good kicker. Anyone know his kick? Know their kicker? I still be- don't know who their quarterback is now. Uh, Somebody already said it. Uh. Come on, guys. Help us out here. Who's this quarterback? We're not watching this. Oh, DeVito. Danny DeVito. Oh, God, DeVito. I don't know if he's any good or not. It would. It feels like he wouldn't be. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched one down of DeVito. So, Isn't DeVito? 
I'm going to sound like an idiot right now, but isn't DeVito from Illinois? I don't know. I hope he has a, his Illinois moment to help the Bears here, though. Somebody's going to make me, make me look really stupid right now. I'll go, no, he's from Kansas State. Like, no, damn it. I thought, uh, where is DeVito from? See, I, I'm like you, Dan. I don't watch other teams. I don't, I'm not, I don't play fantasy, so I'm not vested in whatever else is going on in the rest of the NFL other than wins and losses. I did watch that Minnesota atrocity with the Raiders yesterday, and I watched I watched the end of the KC game, and the Philly game was on last night. But I just I hate Philly and Dallas, so it's like I didn't give a shit. So, but yeah, for the most part, I don't watch a lot of other teams. I just especially when the Bears are losing, I don't want to watch any anything else when the Bears are losing. Exactly, I don't I don't want to watch f- football after the Bears lost. Miami's up by two touchdowns on Tennessee, so that's over. Oh, I wouldn't know. Why? Because there's two games on Monday night. Fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. 40 seconds uh, remaining according to my phone. Again, it's not the video. It's just reading. I got 49 seconds. My phone says 40. Oh, okay. Second and one. So then where are you at? Come on. Come on, DeVito. Oh, okay. Okay, so they're in field goal range right now. Okay. Are they really? Yeah. DeVito threw a strike to the right side. He ran about another 15 yards on like the 25. Oh, my God. They're at the Green Bay 25 right now? Somewhere around there, yep. Holy shit. Oh, I can't even r- rant about Mahomes until I find out how, how this game goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the jersey. Did you come on, Rashawn? Did you wear your your? No, I'm not wearing the orange Rex anymore because it didn't work against New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Uh, twenty two, Dan, twenty two yard line, and a run. Well, that would be a thirty nine yarder right now. So uh, run up the middle to the eighteen. So they're setting it up. They're setting it up right now. That oh, please let this let the Packers lose, please. Oh yes, four and eight Giants. See, this is where it gets. Are the ja- are the Packers out of timeouts? Are they able to run the clock out here? Uh, My phone says they they're at the New York forty-six. Let me hit refresh. Jesus, they have, one, they have one timeout left. Yeah, it says the Green Bay twenty-two when I hit refresh. Okay, thirty-two seconds left. Yeah, Green Bay twenty-six. That's a thirty-nine yarder right now. James Ford saying both games are on Manning cast, but here it's on this cast too. Even if I liked Peyton Manning, let's just pretend I'd liked Peyton for a minute and, and the Bears were on. Why would I want to listen to him talk about other shit? I want to watch the Bears game and hear about the game. Well, if you're not a fan, like if like for you watching another team, that would be probably be more exciting for you to watch them on Monday night rather than just watch the game because at least they make it more interesting because you don't give a shit. Well, Buck right. and Aikman are boring, but I would still rather hear them talk about the game than whatever the Cooper Cooper Manning and... Peyton and Eli think who gives a fuck it's so weird to see their kicker is number 46 so weird. Yeah, that is see. strange feels like I'm watching college right now or like 1955 NFL football and I think when they would have a fat guy like myself doing a straight ahead kick yeah wearing a number like that he's all he's the right tackle and he's the place kicker yeah I think we talked about this how the numbers the numbering system is yeah it's so weird now I'm with Brady on that. Brady was against that too. 
But I yeah. mean, like DJ Moore is number two. I mean, that was like Doug Flutie when I thought of the Bears. But uh, it says they're on the Green Bay 18 now. Is that correct? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, 21. No, I'm at the 21. I've got second and six at the Green Bay 18 with 32 seconds remaining, according to my phone. I'm at third and nine. The Bears at the Packers 21. They must have lost three yard or four yards and then three yards. Well, because you were on second down, though. That's weird. That's what I'm saying. My phone's behind. God damn my oh, phone. Oh, no, they just gained yeah. yards. So now they're at the 18. All right, so it's fourth down then, and that'll mean a 35-yarder. They just ran it to the right hash to set up the kicker. Oh, God. Please let there be a perfect snap, a good kick. It's fourth down, guys. They, have to, they obviously have to kick. Oh, oh yeah, they're kicking. Number four is coming out to kick the ball. I don't know who that is, but for the love of Christ, please let him make it. Randy Bullock. Oh, God. It sounds like a guy that would miss. Who is Randy Bullock? Who's ever heard of Randy Bullock? <laughs> for the like, love of God. Oh, that's it's, it's like someone that Sandra Bullock adopted. <laughs> that's not, it's not even spelled the same way, I don't think. It says two seconds remaining. Is that correct? Correct. All right, so after the kick, that's the game. If they right, make it, go. then it's going to be it. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Oh, God, I can't watch. I can't watch anyway, but I'm putting my head down as if I were watching. <laughs> okay. It's good. Is it good? It's good. It's over. It's the final? Game is over. 24 oh, God. Giants win. Absolutely fucking great. Fuck you, Green Bay. Fuck you, Green Bay. Oh, that's incredible. It did. The clock ran out, right? They didn't just give them one second or some bullshit. It's the final. Oh, thank God. Here, Dan. I'll, uh, I see it on my phone now. 24, 22 final. Thank God. There you go. Uh, how about that? You know, how could the Giants be so good last year and win a playoff game and just dominate Minnesota? And then, then they're so horrible this year with basically the same team. I don't know, man. Five and eight Giants, six and seven Packers, one game ahead of us. Are the Giants ahead of us in the, the fucking thing, too? Um, yeah, they were four and eight, so now they're five and eight. So now it just comes down. I don't know what the numbers come They're down. probably not going to win any more games. <laughs> probably. Well, What's their schedule look like? I don't know. Well, that's a good question. Let's take a look at that. What's the Giants' schedule? So they have uh, the Saints, Eagles, Rams, and Eagles. All right, so they're going to lose both games to the Eagles. Probably. Well, we want them to beat the Rams, probably. And the Saints, it wouldn't hurt us for them to beat the Saints either since we lost that head-to-head -head matchup. But it's in the uh, Superdome, so they're probably not going to win there. The Rams are coming to the Giants, though. Well, they're definitely not going to beat Philly in Philly on, on Christmas Day. That's just not probably happening. Probably not, no. So, I mean... They're probably out of it. Let's just be honest. They, they may drop their last four. What's the Packers' schedule? They got us week 18. We know that. I don't even want to look it up on my phone. I don't want my phone thinking I'm pro-Packer for any reason. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not looking up anything Packers. My phone will think I'm pro Green Bay. They have they have the Buccaneers uh, at home, and then they're oh fuck, then they're at the Panthers. <laughs> oh, of course, but then again, if Green Bay lo- uh, Carolina loses there, it helps us in the draft pick. True, but uh, we would like to be we'd like to go into that last game tied, right? What's their third game before the Bear at, game at the Vikings? Okay, so the Vikings still have two with Detroit and one with Green Bay, so they could considerably lose out. Green Bay will probably lose in Tampa Bay, though. And they'll probably beat Carolina. And I'm going to say they're probably going to lose to the Chicago Bears. Now, Why? Tampa, because I'm a fucking crazy homer. Tampa is going to the Packers. Oh, well, I'm still thinking Baker Mayfield can beat them. What's the Vikings schedule? Vikings have Detroit twice. I heard them say that during the Raiders game yesterday. So they have uh, Bengals. They're at the Bengals. They could lose that. Home against the Lions. Home against the Packers and then at the Lions. So, I mean, damn, man. But Nick Mullins is probably going to be starting. He's way better than that kid that has no hair. Dobbs or Dobby Dobbins, whatever his name. I just I don't think he's that good. No, I mean Josh Dobbs. No, he for listen for a kid to come in and play like that, he's had some really nice passes, really nice passes, and to be learning an offense on the fly like that and get him a one or two, you got to give him credit. I think Mullins is a better quarterback though, and I think he's more apt to throwing the ball deep and again he played at the same college as Favre so I mean it's like that's his hero so yeah no he loves Favre he looks like Adam Johns I think he's from Wisconsin too oh there you go I I I think he's gives them more hope than Josh Dobbs yeah probably well that's exciting that Green Bay losing really really helps our chances um wow we got we have the uh the we're going what what cleveland's at are we at home no we're going to cleveland right aldo just tweeted the bears can finish ahead of the packers in the standings oh it's gonna happen oh man dan I can't get down to that last game and lose it have it mean something and lose it i know you can't Oh, we've already done that. The game in 2013 still haunts me. I feel like my whole life could have been different if I hadn't seen that Randall Cobb play and threw a remote and my soon-to-be wife wouldn't have called me a retard or whatever she said. (laughs) That game could could have been the catalyst for my divorce years later. That 2010, I'm still not over. God. Oh, yeah. I'm still not over the I Own You game. Um, or the losses on my birthday, the, like when Sayers and Butkus got their uh, jerseys retired in 94. That's on my 14th birthday in the rain. And Edgar Bennett and Favre running all over us. So of course, Edgar Bennett comes to the Bears later stealing money and does nothing. But when and, he's with the Packers, he runs over everybody. I'm not even over the first Packers loss this season. Oh, I was at that game. So... That was even worse to yeah. hear the stadium taken over by uh, that dun, 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 go, Pat, go shit. Like I said, those drummers, when you're going to Soldier Field, the, the drummers out there want your money. 
they were catering to the Packers fans and getting them to say, go pack, go. I was like, I'll never give these fucking drummers another dime. Never. <laughs> They're going to play Packers shit. Then I hope that they fucking freeze to death out there. I'm not giving them anything. <laughs> go to Wisconsin. If you want to do that fucking Packers shit. <laughs> well said, Danny boy. <laughs> oh man. The passion. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've, I've said I've said the I've said the the plane crash thing many times before in my life, so I know I know I've heard you say it. So we won't go there. <laughs> now I don't want it, I don't want uh, their plane to crash and and die. If that's what you meant, like we are Marshall or something. I I, I don't remember saying that. No, I thought you did, or maybe maybe it's just me thinking that you you would think you would think the same thing. We don't have to go there because if that did happen, they'd have the first pick in every round. Oh uh, yeah, and then everyone would be like, oh we we are Packers. Uh -huh. yay green bay we yeah. we have our hearts and mind are with the pack like oh that would be a nightmare <laughs> but my packers hatred does run just as deep as you my friend i hope so it does we're gonna actually be having a, a packer fan on um a really respectful one who does a packers podcast for the, the, the preview I hope that's a week that i'm not here it you it won't be with you it'll be good, uh, good. it'll be the thursday show and uh <laughs> i wouldn't ask you to endure that i don't want to talk to any pro packer and i don't want to go to lambo like i think we said that last week i don't know why everybody else everybody always is like oh you ought to go to lambo why the fuck do i want to go to lambo why should i endure that i i went to a couple of games at home uh with the packer fan that i worked with for many years and he tried to get me to go to lambo with him and i was like nope not doing it why would oh. i why do i want to go there well, as I've gotten older, I I realized the experience would be fun because everyone yeah, really the, the experience of fucking a hot hooker might be fun, but you might get herpes as a result of it. Very true. You might go to jail as a result of it. I fuck. <laughs> but damn, look at that little skirt. I fuck. I'd eat her ass. Oh, but I'm also going to get herpes and go to jail. So I'm not doing that. So I'm also not going to Lambeau Field. It's like fucking a, a hooker with herpes. Well, well said. Thank you. Leo is saying all of a sudden the Bears look like the best team in the in the division. Welcome, Leo and Zach Sullivan. Great to see you guys again. Jordan or Jeremy, I mean. Jordan loves the Peckers. Jordan, who that guy on the bar room? Yeah. I, I bet he does. I've always thought he was a Packer fan. He might be. That's he's not here, is he? No. I, I meant to say Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Jeremy. but Jeremy says Jordan. I don't know if he meant the same Jordan. Probably. Probably. I don't know. And I, the, I always liked the guy named Fat Mike uh, that worked there briefly. But Fat Mike, and he wanted me to call him Fat Mike. I didn't want to call him Fat Mike. It feels like a d disparaging remark. But <laughs> right. Fat Mike the, said he you love the Bears, but he loved Favre and would wear a Favre Packers jersey. I'm like, Dude, that's like saying I love pussy, so I fuck my sister. Like, I can't do that. I can get pussy from somebody else. You know, like, I'm not doing my sister. Well, how could you wear a Favre jersey? Like, I don't understand where these people, these cats come from. I've lost many a bet and had to wear one. Never. I'll never put that as a bet. I'm not yeah. wearing anything Green Bay. Never. I was, that, I was that confident, Dan. It's never going to be me. Because I'm never putting it up. Never. Well, that's how confident I was every week. I never learned my lesson. I don't give a fuck. I'm never that's wearing any Packers gear. Never. That's what sucks about being a Bears fan. You know, when you're that confident, when you're that much of a homer, especially when I was younger, 
that you're going to win every week? I've never been that confident. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to wear your, you're going to wear my fucking Urlacher jersey this week. And I hear I'd be stuck in his five on a Monday. My friend Sylvester, who went to the Denver game with me, who happens to be black, by the way. That's part of this story, though. Uh, he's a Denver fan, so he went to the Bronco game with me. Way back when, when the 49ers beat uh, Dallas in the 1994 oh. NFC Championship, our friend David was a San Francisco fan, still is. Uh, they had a bet, and if Dallas, Sylvester was so, again, Denver fan, but was so sure that Dallas was going to win, that anyway, their bet, I have no idea what David would have had to have done, but Sylvester, who happens to be black, had to wear cowboy boots to high school for a week and wear San Francisco gear for a whole week and cowboy boots all five days after that game. Oh my God. <laughs> That'd be awful. I've never worn a pair of cowboy boots. Again, I would never put some kind of crazy bet up like that. <laughs> yep you're right stupid is as stupid does that's 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 me mo <laughs> wow tommy devito has won three straight games tommy devito whoever 15 is which i guess is him it looks like he's flipping somebody off in the picture too it's on an adam schefter tweet Wow, so is there a court, uh, quarterback controversy over there in uh, New York? <laughs> Somebody, the first comment says, fuck Tommy DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. New Breed, what's up, my friend? New Breed's our Lions fan, Dan. He came on the Thursday show with us and did a preview. Well, big ups to, to him for coming tonight, even though that the Bears happen to win this one. Unlike Don Burr. Stevie over or Steve over there, New Breed is a good guy. We had a great time with him last well, a couple Thursdays ago. We're actually going to be on his show uh, this coming Wednesday on the New Breed 13, 313 Sports. If you want to check that out, Foster and us will be over there hanging out with Steve. Hopefully, Foster's feeling well. Yep, he's, he's doing better. Good. Foster's never really feeling well, but he's doing better. Nobody was sick last weekend. Yeah. And the sponsor tonight, by the way, is Bet US. Bet US, guys. I gotta try to I gotta try to read that like you, Dan. Hold on, let me pull that up. Let me get my uh my notes here. Just throwing in I gotta I gotta talk like you. I gotta be like Bet US presented by Bet US. Go check out betus.com, every sports better's favorite sports book. They have a bunch of great perks as well as exceptional service. Use the link in the description right there on the screen and get a 125% sign-up bonus. Place your bets with Bet US And help out the channel by doing so. There you go. I'm ecstatic. The Bears win. The Packers lose. Wow, what a great week. Yeah, and the fucking Rams, again, they lost in a punt return against Baltimore. That helps us, too. And that game went to overtime. It was scary, man. Yes, yeah, the fucking Vikings one but yeah the raiders losing three that that everybody talks about that crosby guy and uh, again admittedly i don't watch a lot of raiders football i watched them play us i was at that game i watched them play minnesota on tv yesterday for that guy to get so much love i never see him do anything yeah yeah i never see him make a play never yeah like everyone's like let's trade for crosby i was like that guy i've never seen him make a play i don't think so, but by by the way, uh, five dollars super chat from Grumpy Bear. 
what what you're talking about here was the what up the bear thank you grumpy bear thank you thank you thank you that is awesome of you i'm not but, saying grumpy bear is wrong by the way i'm saying i don't watch a lot of raiders football crosby may be a, a great player i just haven't seen it personally he's saying what if the bears trade the number one pick to the raiders and get in return defensive end crosby and some draft picks you've been watching just another year haven't you grumpy bear i saw uh nick Rody. Uh, Nick, I met him in Chicago recently. Good guy. Great guy. Uh, I'm trying to get some. I love what Aldo did with the commercials on the bar room. So I'm trying to get a commercial from him and uh, Ville, some of our other uh, supporting podcasts who we support. So um, if you did get that from there, awesome job, Grumpy Bear. And if not, great for thinking up that on your own. I mean, it it, it could be. It could be a, uh, a possible. So here goes your question. I would say no. I would say, what I, do you I think do the chances are they bring? Um, Thank you again, Grumpy Bear. Why can't I think of his fucking name? We signed him on a one-year deal. He had a sack yesterday in, in Gakwe. Why what, what don't we bring him back on another one-year deal? Right. I'd, I, I'd almost be inclined to do that because now that you paired him with uh, Mr. Sweat, Sweat, he's got two sacks. He's, he's got four sacks on the season. Two of them are with Sweat. So kind of the point of the the thumbnail of the show is that this team is starting to gel i would say he would be the first guy i'd be looking at i mean we still have four games to go what if there's six sacks out of there from him or five sacks or even four sacks that comes out of him he'd still get eight he'd be right on par with his basic basically his career for the nfl so with sweat you knew that you got more than without get him on a that you know the the hometown discount per se yeah, another guy, two other guys that I really would like to re-sign, uh, not to try to change the subject, but I, I really like Deontay Foreman. I still think we don't run him enough, especially with him being back yesterday. You could pound the rock a lot with him. He runs hard, runs some clock. Uh, he has a one-year deal. And obviously, uh, Jalen Johnson, you'd still like to see brought back, I think. I think most of us would like to see him. He's He's young too, right? So... Wait, who is Johnson? The corner yep. we drafted. Yeah, I'd John like to see Johnson brought back and and Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman and Jalen Johnson. I, think I would like to see them both brought back. Yes, a along with Justin Fields, by the way. Yes, I, I mean, don't know about Mooney, man. Just because Fields has—that's part of my selling point too. Is like I saw the stat yesterday on Fox that when Fields throws the ball. The DJ Moore, his rating is 146 or something crazy. And it's just like, those dudes have chemistry. You can't pay for chemistry. Like, that's either there or it's not. And you got your QB1, you got your wide receiver one, and they're on the same page, bro. That's great. That's part of my selling point to bring Fields back. But on the same regard, unfortunately, it's part of the reason I let Mooney walk. Because they just cannot get connected or linked up ever. Other than that one pass yesterday. It seems like Komet has become his go-to guy. And for me, it's I'm just joking around, but it's like he's almost overthrowing him a little bit because he's used to like his go-to guy now being that bigger target. I know that's silly to say, but it, it you're right. He's not although by the way, that was such a beautiful pass yesterday to Mooney where he just caught that right out. Oh, it was and like, the Lions thought they had a pick six there. That was like an SB award play right there. That was that was beautiful. The throw to DJ Moore was beautiful. Yes, that one. That oh, on fourth and thirteen. 
God, that was <laughs> again the fact that it was on a offsides. <laughs> God, love it. Everything we've always wanted to see from our quarterback. Yeah, and, and again, overcoming the adversity in Minnesota, all that adversity, all that noise to set up the game-winning kick. I mean, he's doing it, man. He's fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to. I'm kind of like, I like what Greg Gabriel said today. I kind of want to just stick, stay away from the head coach talk and just let this play out and see where this goes. And we can talk about it once the season. There's going to be plenty to talk about when the season is over. So I think let's just ride this out for right now and see where this this next wave takes us because one of the titles on the show after a, a previous win was like <laughs> winning winning is contagious and then we lost. And, and we actually did now win again. So three out of four, and it should have been four straight. And the title of this show was are the bears have the bears been it wasn't the title but it was in the description have the bears been bitten by the winning bug so in other words you know you you get that you've been struggling so hard to get a damn win you know two in a row and build upon that and you finally did you know that's a major turning event for this team and two division wins no less exactly and the the amount of stress taken off the monkey's been lifted off their back per se not the entire monkey but that's a that's two monkeys in a row that does nothing but help breed more confidence. Cause now, you know, you can come out and get that win. You know, you've been so close as a team and even last year, losing a lot of games close. And now you're, you're starting to get the fruits of your labor. That goes a long way. The fucking Titans have taken the lead on the dolphins 28 to 27, Tennessee. They've scored 15 points since we were watching. Wow. Everyone said they just just won. Yeah, my phone has 15 seconds. Damn it. Either way, Tennessee winning. Wow. Just wow. God. Wow. The Buffalo Bills are like, all right, we're back in it. (laughs) Thanks to a a rightful offsides call. Wow. Crazy. It's what is... Miami nine and four now. Or, yeah, nine and four. Are they nine yep. Four? Wow. Pete Rosell, the late Pete Rosell, would be so happy, so proud. He wanted parody and didn't want blowouts, and that's what you got. Zach Sullivan saying that the rookie Will Levis was clutch. Yeah. I misread that. I thought he said his Levi's were clutch. I was like, I've never been a Levi's <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> He's like, this guy. This guy doesn't know how to type like he doesn't know how to speak english levi's was clutch (laughs) (laughs) or levi's was clutch (laughs) never been a levi's guy no yeah so levis played a good game huh sounds like it what are let's go look at his stats what are his what it was his stats probably don't say that he was clutch that's a he probably led two touchdown drives though at the end of the game is what zach's saying that yeah mr mayhem saying fuck green bay i think that's the the epitome of the show tonight is fuck green bay fuck Jordan love fuck that little coach yeah i i admit i I, maybe it's where i was six five i mean i liked smaller like nba players like i didn't hate mugsy bogues i didn't hate spud webb 
But man, I hate that Gibbs guy for being little. And, and I'm like, somebody tackle that fucking dwarf. And I hate that <laughs> stupid coach in Green Bay. But she looks like he's 5'2, 105 pounds. I can't stand him. Like, but you liked uh, uh, Tariq Cohen, didn't you? I did like Cohen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I like some, for some reason, I hate Gibbs and that coach from Green Bay for no, being just, small, it's though. Just, it's just when you strongly dislike or hate someone, you can add the short factor to it that just makes it worse, right? <laughs> I, I, Gibbs looks like he's 5'5, five, five, 140 pounds. I'm sure yeah. he's much bigger than that, but on TV, I'm like, why is this dwarf? Why aren't they? Somebody hit this fucking guy in the mouth and break his leg. That's what I kept saying yesterday. Hit this fucking guy. Yeah, but like my, what Mayhem's saying is. He sure does. He looks like a fucking elf from the Wizard of Oz. I agree. Yeah. And it's just because we hate Green Bay. So. No, that guy still, if I saw him on the street, I'd think that guy looks like a Wizard of Oz character. <laughs> I hate his fucking haircut. I, I hate uh, how small he is. I just I just don't like him at all. <laughs> oh, so he was sorry. Jeremy was talking about Jordan Love, not Jordan. Oh, I thought he meant the Jordan guy. That Jordan, the, he said Jordan loves Peckers. Oh, Peckers. Oh, well, I don't I don't know about that, but <laughs> oh, that's comical, Dan. Wrong, Jordan. Well, I don't want to talk about Jordan's uh, sexual orientation. That's none of my business, but if you wanted to go that route, Mahomes is always a little flamboyant with some of his clothes. You would think, oh my God, is that boy George or is that Patrick Mahomes? What kind of shirt is he wearing? And he looks a little feminine when he's running too. <laughs> uh, Walt CB Sickles here in chat said it best. He looks like he's running with a <laughs> like, like he's running with a shit-filled uh, baby diaper. <laughs> i died laughing at that well danny boy i do have to we have to get this wrapped up here because i do have to get going to bed here soon but uh i know you're going to talk about this tomorrow with uh, aldo tomorrow night on bear their souls on the bar yeah but i'm not going to talk about my homes because aldo loves him and i'm trying i, I don't want him to be mad oh at so i get it you wanted to vent all this on bcp i got it <laughs> I just I love Aldo. I don't want to argue with him. I'm afraid like he'll get mad at I'm afraid he might get mad at me if I say too much about Mahomes. Plus sure, Aldo's still recovering from his arm, and so I don't want him upset, man. Like legit. Understandable. Um so what how do you feel? So obviously we we're feeling good about this week against the uh well, again, you, I never pound my chest and say the Bears well, are gonna win because I mean that's lunacy. I've seen too many losses. However, I feel really good, even if I weren't going to the game, about the possibility of a victory. And I really want Justin to get his revenge game. Everyone gets them against us. Yes. Ah, the former player, the former coach, the former whatever. Like Yesterday when I saw that fucking kill Vildor making tackles, I'm like, you got to be kidding. Fuck, kill Fuck Vildor, you know? Uh, this can't be his revenge game of pick six. Or Remember, Chris Conti had a pick six on Cutler which made me sick in Tampa. I'm like, God, even this bum who let Randall Cobb beat us is getting pick sixes against us. Well, by God, it's time for Fields to have his revenge game and to, to look like Superman against the Browns. That's what I want to see. Me too. And he's got the offensive line at full strength, playing well. So I think that's our best shot. And I think that's uh, it's too early in the week for me to get any kind of vibes on this and take a look at 
you know the Browns and stuff. But I'm just I, I'm feeling confident right now. Just uh, like I already said, in the direction that this team is going, I feel like the two wins in a row are definitely something to help this consistent momentum momentum team build momentum yes and i hope that our saint brown is back uh he of course can help with the running game considerably he heard his peck i think in practice last week is what they were saying mm-hmm. so hopefully that's not a, a, a surgery season ending kind of move uh i still think i'd rather see him receiving than valus jones although valus had a catch yesterday and had a pi called on another one Good yeah. punt return by 15 yesterday, too. It was his best of the year. It was, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I never remember his name, so I admit I'll just call him 15. Trenton William, Trenton Taylor? Yeah, Trent Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Well, you don't want Taylor or uh, Valus being the third or fourth receiver, at least ideally. Hey, he got a, a catch yesterday. Two That's targets. Second one was a pass. A, a P.I. and the other one was a catch, right. But... Uh, I'd like to see St. Brown helping with the running game and being the fourth receiver, I guess. Tyler Scott is number three. Although I don't have a lot of confidence in Tyler either. Here goes your question. If you didn't have all the drama earlier in the year, wouldn't you just like the possibility of Claypool being your third right now? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> like, Please, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing in Miami. I don't care. I don't care either, but I, I think he still has more talent than our lower echelon receivers. I want to get to James Donnelly here. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Give a shout out to my friend, please. His name is Ice Wallach. Is that a, okay, wallow come? <laughs> <laughs> I that, wallow as I come. Is that like a. I wallow uh, in self-pity and then I nut. Um, yes, excuse me. Uh, yes, I'm looking for uh, Mr. Hunt, Mr. Mike Hunt. <laughs> Straight out of Porky's. Make sure I. Uh, so what's up, I swallow cum? <laughs> oh, I swallow cum. I get ah! it. Yeah, I get it. You fucker, you got me. Good one, James. I do swallow girl cum because I like to eat vagina. He must be a Lions fan. They had that thing, uh, one of the funniest things I've ever heard in a podcast. I don't remember the context because it was in the chat group and it just kept growing. But it was like a year ago with me and Aldo when someone said that Don, again, you could go back and find it, that Don Burr grew up so poor to get to get warm, like warm food in their tummy that they would eat eat each other's cum, <laughs> just to get that warmness in in their belly. To get warm food in their belly, <laughs> they would just eat each other's cum. I remember brothers. that. I, saw, I remember. I don't know who said that, but I it's still funny. I wish I would have taken a screenshot of it. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. That is so fucking funny. You know, but the Browns are going to be favored. You would think they'll probably be what spotted three, four points against us. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just still laughing at this. <laughs> Fuck you, James Donnelly. You know what? <laughs> I really hate or don't understand. Follow ice wallow. Come <laughs> you. you got me. That, that logo that the Browns have in the middle of their field now, have you seen that? It's like, I don't know where it came from. Like, you have you seen it? It's like some, like, doll. No, I have not. Oh, God, let me send it to you. They have it in the middle of their field. Like, oh, God, it's weird Cleveland Browns logo. Because 
like when Cutler was there and threw that big touchdown to Alshon back in 13, they had the Browns helmet with no logo in the middle of the field. Oh, I, I see. Wait. Is it like a little Irish-looking dude? Like a, yeah, I don't know what that is or where it came from. Can you show it on the screen? Yeah. This is in the middle of their field now. It looks like something, someone that would have fingered Watson during a, a massage. <laughs> uh, oh, I got to remove your... Uh... What is that? That looks like some weird Notre Dame logo or something. It does. It looks like a Notre Dame logo, doesn't it? What, what is the... Where did this come from? I don't know. The Browns the elf at midfield, the, uh, the the dogs, right? Yeah, like Jim Brown would be rolling over in his grave if that was the Browns logo. Oh, that is very strange. Hey, it might be part of the um, the Mandela effect. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. You ever heard? You never heard about the Mandela effect? Explain this. The Mandela effect is uh, anybody know about that in chat? It is the, um, for example, um, do you remember Nelson Mandela as dying in prison or dying an old man? Well, he got out of prison. Okay, so there's a lot of people like my mother and myself who remembered that Nelson Mandela died in like 1968 in prison. No, he got out in my lifetime. Okay, well, there's a lot of people. That's how they, this is actually a website called the Mandela Effect. So CB Sickles is saying, this is Walt saying, the Mandela Effect occurs when a person believes that their disoriented memories are, in fact, accurate recollections. Okay, so you don't, do you remember the movie Shazam? I did not see the movie Shazam. Do you remember it? No, I've never heard of it. It's got Shaq playing a genie. Oh, God. No, I didn't watch that. Okay. Anybody that watched that probably bought Shaq's CD too. That, that's actually the movie called. Sorry, that that's called Kazam with a K. Shazam is with um um the 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 comedian um Sinbad played Shazam, yeah. and he was he was a genie. I didn't see either one. Okay, well the a part of the Mandela effect is there's also people that remember both movies, but they even interviewed. Uh, Sinbad himself, and he said, no, I never made a movie, Shazam. Yet there are people that have the VHS copy of it. And can and have, the people can clearly remember that movie. So the, the Mandela effect is basically what, like uh, the Berenstein Bears, the books. I remember them. Spelled Berenstein with an E-I-N or an A-I-N, Berenstain. Berenstein or Berenstain? Growing up in West Virginia, everyone called him the Bernstein Bears, like former San Diego Charger Rod Bernstein. E-I-N. But it's actually, if you buy it now, it's called A-I-N. So there's like all this stuff in there where like everyone remembers this as being this from like the 70s and 80s and, you know, beyond. And then uh, everyone remembers this as a different thing now. Like a mirror, mirror on the wall by Disney. Does she does does the in what is it Snow White or whatever? I don't. I never watch Disney movies. Does she say mirror mirror on the wall? Who's the fairest of them all? 
In the I watched movie. a Nightmare on Elm Street at five. I have no idea. In the, in the movie, she says, magic mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all. But in the books, who people have from the 70s, it says mirror, mirror. So things like that. You have to look it up. Look it up on your own, Dan. And then they'll, they'll give you a bunch of examples, and then you can figure it out for yourself. Now, how did that tie into the little elf at midfield? That uh, somehow in the Mandela effect this little wolf or this little like uh this little uh <laughs> things always been their logo and i didn't know it <laughs> right exactly and like in like the next uh, 20 years everyone's going to remember that logo the, the uh notre dame logo as being the browns logo and be like yeah i do don't understand it when, it's a guy do you remember a day when it would they were called the dog pound no they've always been called the elf pound yeah, that's a little little guy that's going bald. It looks like why? Why is that their logo? <laughs> exactly, I don't know. <laughs> I hope that no one tries to like talk any shit, even if the Bears win or lose. Like I told you, as you know, the they called Aldo and I lovers last time, and I said, "Well, thank you, homophobe," and just let it go. But I'd prefer not to be called a a connoisseur of penises this week. <laughs> Well, Modell did the right thing by getting rid of that fucking logo. It's terrible. Thanks for the info, CB. So CB's just, he's proving that he's part of the Mandela effect. He, he remembers it that way. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap this show up. It's getting a little bit late here for me, going on midnight. So Danny boy, great hanging out with you, man. It's always Thank great you. talking with you, man. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun last week, but again, I felt I felt a lot better this week. I do apologize. I had to go run and shit in the middle of the show, which is mortifying. <laughs> but again, I'm still on heavy pills and yeah, and will be for the next month or so. Yeah, you've got uh, what? Just a couple of weeks before you have surgery. Yeah, January third. Yeah, and uh, but again, I'll be in Cleveland this weekend. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame, and hopefully a Bears win. Definitely a Bears win. That's the most important thing out of all of this. And of course, me not dying from cancer is good and no wear, car crashes. Don't want any car crashes, that kind of wear, shit. Wear, wear, the, wear the same jersey you wore to the last win that you were at. The last time I was there when Fields got sacked nine times, I think I was wearing his Navy jersey. I, I know I was. That's what I was wearing. So I would imagine where it's later in the year, they will have their brown jersey on and we'll be wearing white hmm. and then i i assume on christmas eve when we play arizona's when we'll have the 30s throwbacks on because we haven't worn them that this season yet either and there's one game we're supposed to wear them one game this year so that would either be the falcons or cardinals i bet we'll wear those on christmas eve so you wore the 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 home jersey to the raiders game to the Raiders game. I thought you meant the last Browns game that I went to. The, with, no, the last win that you were at, which was the the Raiders. Yeah, I wore I wore the Cutler jersey. Uh, I don't want to wear that again. That was a win, though. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm wearing I'm all in on Fields. I'm wearing a okay, Fields well, jersey. I'm going to wear the white Fields. I think it doesn't really matter, Dan, because I will be wearing this. Mark Green, is he still alive? I hope so. Actually, we know that's Rashawn Salam, but yeah, it it is the ghost of Rashawn that's getting us these wins. 
with my own. I mean, look how look at look at this, Dan. Is it manufactured by Champion? It is. Yeah, I got a Curtis Conway Champion. Yeah, it's look. It's not even outlined, you know. Yeah, that, that's the way my Conway jersey was. Super cheap. Yeah. Last oh the last pass from Trubisky was a dime should have been caught. You talking about the one in the playoffs? Because if that's when you're talking about that was dropped by Whims, yeah, that was a beauty. It wasn't his last pass, but it was his the best pass of his entire career for the Bears. <laughs> well, he did throw a touchdown at the end of that game to uh, Jimmy oh, Graham. Oh, is that the pass you're talking about? I don't know, but he did throw a touchdown to Graham at the end of the game. Mm. But he. He was with us. No, he was gone after that season, right? Yeah, because we drafted Fields and had Andy Dalton. So that was his last game as a Bear. Mm -hmm. Oh, the one against the Patriots. Yeah, that's the one yeah. Kevin White caught at the goal line. Or no, he means this week, this yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that game. I'm just glad New England won, though. Yeah, for sure. To help us. For sure. Guys, we want to thank everyone in chat here. Grumpy Bear, thank you for the super chats tonight. You've been awesome. Really, really, really appreciate you helping support the channel. Uh, Cliff Victoria, great to see you as always. Zach Sullivan, thanks for hanging out. Don't worry, I got your. I'm gonna bring your clock with me to Florida that you made your beautiful clock that you made with me to Florida, and I'm gonna have it behind me. It's easier to hang there, and uh, I do want to um, make sure I show that off. And so you're going to snowbird to Florida soon? Uh, this weekend, yep. But then so I have to come, I have to come back here to pick up my truck that I destroyed when I picked up Chris Watts. It's in the body shop, so. It's going to be a back and forth kind of a thing. Then I'm going back to Illinois for a new job I'm I'm taking that I will be uh, in for training for a few weeks. So that might be kind of a, it'll be difficult for podcasting, but I'm, I will figure it out. And then, um, yeah, then I'll be in Florida for, for the, to like March, but um, yeah, I'll be there this weekend. So can't, uh, I can't wait to get out of this mid 30 degree weather. It's so cold here. Supposed to be 50 in Cleveland Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Probably going to be yeah. warmer than here. I would prefer not to have lake effect snow and worrying about crashing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank all you guys. Plank, thanks for joining us. Jeremy, Walt, thanks for hanging out with us. Mayhem, uh, Mark Kazak, love you, brother. Thanks for hanging out with us. Grumpy Bear, again, thank you very much for your super chats and hang out with us. Mo Beerman, New Breed, Steve from the New Breed 13 Sports, 313 Sports. We'll see you uh, on your channel in two days. Thanks for hanging out with us. James Ford, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Louis Treviso, Leo Factor. Appreciate all you guys. I'm sorry if I missed any of you. Might have Steve. My cousin Steve, thanks for hanging out. Jojo Loco, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Without you, this is why wasn't Steve in Chicago this year when we were at the Bear game? Um, he was. He was at the first game with us. Oh, I wasn't at the first one. Why yeah. wasn't Steve at the Raider games? What I'm trying to say. Oh, because I got those tickets last second from Cliff and his buddies, so there was just one ticket left. Ah, yeah. So I wouldn't even. Have, I would. If it didn't happen that way, I, I had no plans on going. So kudos to uh, uh, Curtis and... Curtis Enos is with us? No, Curtis and... Oh, damn it. 
come on, help me out. What's his name? Wow, man. I can't believe I'm fucking up his name right now. Curtis and no. Curtis Conway? No, the 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 awesome dude who I got the Clinton. Thank you, Cliff. Bill Clinton? Curtis <laughs> Clinton supplied the tickets. Thank you very much, Clinton. In case you're watching this, I apologize for forgetting your name right now. I'm tired. Uh, Curtis, if you're listening, awesome dude. Foster, great for great to see you hopping in here at the end. We are wrapping up this show. Dan, have fun this weekend, man. Get a Go win. Go Bears. Go Bears. Get a win for us, buddy. Go Bears. You're no longer the reason that we're winning when you go to games or losing when you go. I'm going for two in a row. I'm like Eberflus. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Trying to are. get my first two game winning streak as a fan at the games. Yes, you are. It's going to happen. I'm feeling for you, buddy. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check out the PSF app, uh, mobile app. Download it on your, uh, your Android or your iPhone. Uh, we do stuff on there as well. I do a show with Lester Wolfong. We're doing that tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Also, we have got uh, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And also tomorrow night, 5 p.m. Eastern time, we have Chris Watts and Jason UK Bear. It's my guy, Whatever. Chris. They are doing their own show. Chris Watts is the host. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun seeing Chris Watts hosting his own show, Dan. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then we'll see you this uh, Wednesday. Lynn Hayden, I believe, is coming back from her knee surgery. We're going to do an hour show at 6 p.m. Eastern time on BCP. Then, of course, our show, Bears Country Podcast, this Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And Dan, on a one, two, three, Bears! Bears!